Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery, and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets, and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ritual. My name is Amy Harvey and I am joined by the amazing Patrick Harvey today. Hello, I am the amazing uh, Patrick Harvey. Now, when Patty's here, it usually means one of two things. Either we're telling stories or it's another turn of the wheel, Mm -hmm. which it is. It is. It's very exciting. What is it, Amy? It's Beltane. It sure is. It's Beltane. It sure is. Um, first of all, how are you, Patty? I am uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I um, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm fairly stressed at the minute with a lot of uh, things going on, mm-hmm. but I am trying my best. That's good. I am trying my best, and I am very excited about uh, the upcoming birth of our new little one. I know, it's so getting so close. actually keeping me excited. Um, I'm 30 weeks when you listen to this, <gasps> and my babies wow. like to come early, so mm. um, who knows how long, really? I think first couple of weeks of December. Yeah. Is, is what think, we're looking yeah, at. The week before Christmas, <clears throat> I reckon. Yeah. So, what do you think? Mm. Uh, so that's how I'm going. I'm, I am good. I am happy. I, I am happy. I'm always happy. Uh, I am stressed. On the inside. But I am. Uh, no, nah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know. Ow, but what ow, about ow. Oh. oh, I have to get my whooping cough injection, um, injection Sorry. today. And you know when it's like, it's like when you have sunburn and people keep touching it, except Sorry. it's patty. Patty keeps touching my arm. I'm just trying to love you. It's so sore. I'm just trying to love you. It's fine. Just stop. I have two arms. Thank <laughs> you. Um, how are you going, Yumi? I'm good. I'm good. I am tired today. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was a bit stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, as some of you may have seen, um, oh, our yeah. house was um, underwater. It well, our wasn't. House, our house wasn't underwater. Our front yard and car. <laughs> our our car looked like it was going to get washed away. Um, in a crazy flood. Yeah. So our cr- we got a creek under the driveway, running under the driveway. And there's probably about a drop of about, I'd say about seven feet from, say, ground level driveway down to the, like, the rocks at the bottom of the creek. And the creek was about a foot up up from ground level. And it was rushing. You couldn't see the street. No. The front garden on our left. It was like we lived in a lake. Way down. And it was, it was, it was filled insane. with water. 
and the creek had obviously just burst its banks and it was coming through our driveway or sorry over the top of our driveway uh through the next door it broke their old bridge it broke their like a lot of their plumbing um yeah um it took our wheelie bins and then it went through yeah yeah. and then (laughs) it obviously took out a lot of vegetation and a lot of plants and Mm. god knows how many animals i know that's what makes you feel sick is all the because people were posting like all their little doggies that had run away and Mm. i was like oh i hope they're okay yeah it's pretty intense and then there's you know people that have obviously lost you know, um, houses and whatnot. Yeah, some people's houses are underwater. And it literally happened just within... I was in Pilates and it was a blue sky. When I came out, it was like black sky. And within three minutes of me leaving and nearly being at home, it was like, I couldn't see the road. It was heavy rain. And the road was already starting to flood. And then about 40 minutes after that is when chaos broke out. So, so it was very fast moving. I think they I said feel like it was... I'm a bit like mentally hungover from that, but also I'm annoyed because the internet is so bad. And when you like do podcasting, yeah, it is not ideal because I'm meant to be talking with people and I can't do it. No. So I'm also happy on the inside. And as it stands right now, we're recording this onto my computer, mm. and in the four minutes we've been going it's taken up five gig is that a lot like i don't know gig talk that's a lot mm. well we'll talk quick let's i know <laughs> i don't um, know what's gonna happen at the other end of this i know it's probably gonna upload in about four weeks mm-hmm. so happy. well every put it this way every youtube video is around about two and a half gig total and that's oh, usually shit. for an hour and a half and we've done five something gig because it's recording straight onto the computer. It's not in Zoom. Oh my god. Anyway, we're not going to be negative. We're being a little bit. No, negative. I'm not. Are we? Maybe. Are we? I don't know. I hope not. I don't think we're being negative. Um. Now, can are we being negative? My water. Oh no, I can get it. <laughs> That's ice water for everyone who's asking. Oh, and I have um, a whiskey. As per, you're back on the whiskeys. It's been a, a stressful. <laughs> it's been a week. Yeah. So anyway, it's Beltane. I'm excited. Beltane's one of my faves. Yeah. Um, should we should we talk about it? I think should we should we talk about it. We should. I think we should. Okay. Here we go. So, Beltane, the wheel has turned. And the beautiful Sabbath of Beltane has arrived. So Beltane is celebrated in the Southern Hemisphere, mm-hmm. uh, typically on the 31st to the 1st of November. Now, I celebrate or we celebrate on the 1st of November mm-hmm. because the 31st of October is Halloween. Halloween. And I love Halloween mm. and I wasn't willing to give that up. Um but you can still do it on the first. And I feel like Beltane and what it represents with the new life aspect and new growth and all of that, it feels better to be doing it on the first of a month rather than the last day of a month. Yeah. So it kind of just all fits yeah. better for me. Um, so, yes, we celebrate it here November 1st up north. In they the se- north. In the north. They celebrate on May 1st. Um, right. 
so they'll be going into Sarwan right now. So yeah. blessed Sarwan to our northern friends. Our northern hemisphere. Who, October thirty first feels better for Sarwan. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And so actually, the Druids they used to determine Beltane by looking at the stars. So I think hmm. theirs would kind of differ a little bit. Um, I'm not exactly sure what they looked at. I just know that that's how they determined when Beltane was. Yeah, right. Yes. Uh, so Beltane is the last of our spring festivals. Um, so we are now in between spring equinox and summer solstice. So Beltane is in the middle um, for that. And so that means that for all of us, um, both people, plants and animals, we are all preparing for the summer. Yay! Yay! So we are only a month away from the warmth of the summer sun. Mm. So Beltane is a Sabbath that celebrates the potency of the earth, the height of spring energy and the fertility that surrounds us all around. So fertility is a big theme of Beltane. Mm-hmm which we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, So during this time, we celebrate love, fertility, coming together to create new life. And so the goddess is in her maiden phase. So she's standing strong in beauty and feminine energy. And the young oak um, god Mm -hmm. also um, can be the green man. Mm -hmm. He falls in love with her. And they come together and create a child, which is also him. him. <laughs> he he turns it's from that. son to lover. To son. To To father dead, and son. To reborn to son. It's very weird. It's just, very weird. Just roll with it. Um, and so this is why fertility and sexuality are such a strong theme of Beltane. So people will typically do hand fasting ceremonies, sex magic, and dancing around the maypole to attract a new partner around this time. We should get a maypole. Do you need a new partner? <clears throat> no, for our house. For me and you. Okay. So the earth around us is also bountiful <clears throat> with magic. And what I'll do is I'll break up with you. I'll dance around it. You can be like, hello, and I'll be like, Row. and then we are, we'll, we'll, we'll get back together. We will be hand fasted once more. Once more. Uh, so the earth is bountiful with magic and growth, and therefore all the elemental forces around us are also at their peak as well during this time. Um, so just like at Sarwen, the veil around us is thin mm-hmm. um now usually when you think of that you think of like ancestors and i would say that sarwin is probably the time when like ancestors and spirits come forward more because typically that's a time of death and a celebration of that where i feel like during this time um it's more elemental energy right that comes through i'll get into that Again, a little bit later on. Okay. Uh, so now is a time when our intuition will be picking up messages as well. So as I said, the veil is thin. So your psychic brain will be like pinging left, right and center. Um, but it's also a time for you to connect with your wild witch blood. So that's like really um, getting outside in the elements, in nature, embracing just the fact that we can stand out in the earth. We kind mm. of went over this when we were talking about a star, but yeah. like 
grounding, getting in the dirt, like wild witch style. Um, Screaming, I imagine. You can scream. Just, you can scream. Running through a forest naked. And also doing things like um, connecting with trees and like medit- or learning to meditate with trees and like really connecting in with the energy that's around you. Whether it, like if you have a backyard, maybe it's like going out and kind of like getting a sense of what is out there and mm. who is out there. Like we've got huge trees in our backyard and so it would yeah. be like – you know, the, the, we have this huge pine tree and it's like kind of like getting a sense of like who they are, who's inside them. Is it like yeah. more of a dryad spirit? Is it like a, you know, whatever, like what are you, what are you picking up and seeing if they have messages for you? So that's like mm. one way that you can really start to connect in. Even if you just go to a forest, if you don't have a backyard or the ocean or whatever. Or just um, a tree, like just, a plant. Exactly. Anything. Um, it's also going outside and soaking in the moon. Um, that's mm. also part of nature, obviously. But like if you're more of a lunar kind of witch, rather than just like observing the moon from inside, maybe go outside, sit in the earth, look up at the moon mm. and like really soak in the magic that is coming from that. Um, but basically it's just a time to really connect with nature. Be one one with nature so when i was looking at beltane mm. it's a big one there's like stuff all over the world for beltane in yeah. all different cultures um especially and i ex- would ex- ex- especially ex- ex- hate when people say especially, especially i don't you know i've got a thing against when people say can i get a couple of expressos <laughs> i'm like that? People call cafes express, espresso, and it's like, are you trying to say it's an espresso quick, or do you actually think that... It's an expression, no, espresso, espresso. Or do you think it's it. actually called an espresso as opposed to an espresso? There's so many words that people say that annoy me, and I'm trying to think of at least one, and I can't. Con- conscience, con... con- People say conscientious in a weird way, but now I can't think Conscientious? Of... <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, this is going to open a can of worms. No, I know, but I'm ready to get stuck in. Um, I can't think of any. No. Damn you, pregnancy was... brain. No, okay. Hold on a minute. Um, um, when people say... When people say, uh, um, ori- like, when you orientate something, they say, orient. I'm like... I don't know what that means. Like, I have never heard someone say that. Yeah, people instead of saying like, uh, um, like orientate something, when you sort of are orienting, yeah. people say orient, like as in Asia, like the orient. Mm, I've never orienting. heard anyone say that. I'm mixed with some freaky people. You do. I can't think of any. Oh, I'm so bad under pressure. Ex espresso. Um, no. There's something I know. There was a word whenever I lived in England. Um, there was a word like um, that was just over overly used in the in the worst context. And I, and I, this story is going nowhere because I actually forget the word. Cool. Back to Beltian. 
That was a good waste of three to four minutes of everyone's life. Hold on a minute. I'm going to sit here and thank you talk. Basically, Beltane, it was everywhere. Like the Romans, the Celts. Mm-hmm. I swear I saw something about it in Vikings as well when we were watching that. Um, hmm. But, I mean, it makes sense because a lot of these places are, com- are coming out of winter and it's springtime and, you know, the abundance of the earth is everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I guess it makes sense that it would such a big deal. Yeah. There was everyone's lifeline, you know, and it's like also love and fertility and all that stuff. So everyone's going to get involved, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I looked back to see how people, like some of the traditions that they used to do that are still carried out to this day. Um, and so one of them was over in, we're in Celtic, uh, terrain, terrain at the moment. So I would expect some like memory from you about what they used to do in Ireland. Okay. But basically Beltane was a pre-Christian Celtic festival. And Beltane was celebrated at the midpoint of the Celtic year and the beginning of summer. So very similar to what we do Mm -hmm. now. Um, And they really embraced the fact that they knew that there was like a darker half of the year, which was the Sarwan aspect, Mm -hmm. and a lighter half of the year, which was the Beltane. So the darker, again, death was very much the... Um, symbol of it and that was typically when they would slaughter um, all their cattle and all that where Beltane was when the cattle was led to the open summer pastures to graze so that's nice it's a nicer time of the year for the cows before they did Um, so in Ireland this is how they say so that's how they would spell Beltane that one or that one so how would you pronounce that Beltane. You would just say Beltane? Yeah. I thought you used to say it in a different way. Like, I swear I have a memory of you talking about Beltane. You're thinking of Lunasa. Because people say no. Lunasa. No, like Beltania or something. No. So, Bell, like, Bell, like, as in B E A L, is that one word? Yeah, one word. Right, so that means mouth in Gaelic. Well, it actually translates to bright fire. I don't know what. Because B B E A L Bell first year is Belfast. Bell B E A L is mouth, and first year is Farset. Did they spell Belfast B E A L? In Gaelic, it's B E A L, F E I R S T E. So Bell first year, and the fir- mm. first year is Farset, which is the river, and mouth is a bell because Belfast sits at the mouth of the Farset River. Interesting. So that's what it's called. That. So that's. Well, they're also saying that it translates to bright fire. So I don't know if this is like, like ancient Celt Who, I, language I don't know. or something. Um, but in connection with that, one of the big things of Beltane is a bonfire. Yeah. Um, and you have probably heard in festivals all around the world they hell they have these huge bonfires. Yeah. Um, to celebrate. And so there were a whole like range of different things that they would do. Um, but one of them, which I, I swear I've seen this on something, I think it must have been Vikings or something, which is why I automatically had that like mm. Norse connection, is that they used to have two bonfires next to each other and they used to um, bring the cattle 
through the middle of them mm. because they believe that the two fires represented health and protection. And so when they brought the cattle through the middle of the fire, it was like um, kind of blessing them and protecting them Aww. for the year ahead. That's nice. Which is really nice. Um, and Beltane fires were considered to have magical properties. So the smoke, the embers, the flames, um, and the ash was all said to grant you good health and protection. And so they would actually sprinkle the ash over all the crops um, hmm. to ensure that the um, crops would be abundant and Isn't that nice? filled with nutritious goodness. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I think it's really nice. And I also felt like it um, removed like baneful energy as well. So I guess it's like dancing around the bonfire as mm. well would have like, kind of like a cleanse. cleansed everybody. That would have been I, well, the so reason, fun. Whenever you said that they walked the cattle through between the two, I thought, well, that if they had any bugs on them, maybe the bugs would die from the heat. Yeah. Maybe that's what like I thought the, as well. Um, like ticks and stuff. Yeah. Mm, probably. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm. Um, so another big thing that they used to do and people still do to this day mm-hmm. is the maypole. So the maypole is a very phallic symbol. Um, and basically they the idea is... Oh my gosh, something was touching my foot, but I think it was a cord. You never know in the hills. It could be a cord. <laughs> or it could be a tarantula. It could be a massive cockroach. Um... So they would decorate the maypoles with like flowers and leaves and all this growth. So it kind of like symbolized the new fertile energy that Mm -hmm. was around them at that time. Um, And everyone would dance around it to invite in the growth, fertility and the springtime blessings. Um, There was also people who basically like the single women of the village would dance around the maypole to like say to the men yo like that was like their tinder which is where strippers came from is it (laughs) 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 i thought you would have immediately gone patty no that's not that's not true at all no but it, they dance some of them dance around a pole is that where it came it makes from sense. no i i just made that up i could be right you could be right i could have just stumbled across something a really interesting historical fact that we ha- didn't make that connection with <laughs> right okay sorry so the single ladies dance around they a pole. dance around the maypole and they're to all be like, like hey, hey dudes hey dudes yeah you wanna you wanna see me well then dance so around what, the pole so hand fasting it's very phallic hand fasting is also connected with um, Beltane, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> and so there I remember hearing this story where people like what they used to do is you dance around the maypole, you would get paired up with somebody, and then you would be hand fasted. And I think some of these people basically just met. And they have a boozy night. It's like a Vegas much. kind of like what they would do is they would um be hand fasted and they would spend, they would then like be ushered away to like a cabin or a yurt or whatever it was they lived in at the time. A yurt. A yurt. And they would stay there for a month and people would bring them food and whatever because they had like a month to kind of 
come together and decide Ah. whether or not, like, they were going to be together. And then after the month, it was like, yes, we want to stay hand-fasted or no, we're, like, actually hate each other so much. I'm going to murder this person. Imagine someone was like, hey, Mac, you do this every year. And he's just like, I'm just in it for the sex. I'm just a big player. (laughs) Um, So they're just bringing them food and Gatorade? Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Like, they didn't expect them to contribute to society in any way. it's It's like maths. Like married at like first nice. sight, they just shove them in, but there's no challenges. But no drama but that how, we're aware of. How's that though? Like, imagine you knock the door and you go, "Hey, you guys, just bring me a few more sandwiches," and then <laughs> and then you look in and like they're both just like, "All right, it's the worst." And they're like, "Do we life. do we have to do?" And they're like, "You you need to do the month," and they're like, "Cause you'd be going, oh, I really hope hot. I get paired up with like the hot like mm. Celtic." Dude, mm, mm. like the Jamie Fraser of the mm. clan. No, you know, I'd love not- to get teed up with him. <laughs> the, the, we could make sandwiches. Um, but could you imagine, like, sticking your head and going, You're right, no. And they're like, uh, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, what no. sort of sandwiches? They're just egg. Oh, for- could you not put <laughs> ham or, or what about steak? The cows are out in the field enjoying the sun. We're not slaughtering them no. till, till, They've got a till few next year. Left. Ah, jeepers. What what's in just eggs? I know. So is there any mayonnaise? What is mayonnaise? Like what they used we to do. We haven't invented that yet. But people still traditionally now um, will, like especially pagan people, will get hand-fasted. Like, but in a more like wedding ceremony way now. We not, did. We did. It was kind of near Beltane too, wasn't it? Kind of, on like a month we got early. Yeah, we're on the 1st of October, um, our, our wedding anniversary. We, we hand-fasted. We did. It was, I think hand-fasting is beautiful. If you don't know what it is, basically, hand-fast... Well, what we did <laughs> is we picked how many colours? We took we took a lot. Cause, so you, you, you take colours and, and textures and types of fabric that... The colours that represent that rep- different properties yeah, and like aspects. Yeah, like love and respect and blah, 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 blah. Loyalty blah. and egg sandwiches and Whatever. you weave them into a a plait mm-hmm. and then what happens is during the ceremony you, you hold together. hands and then you they do this sort of uh, knot around it and then whenever you pull your hands away it forms a knot that you guys have thing and then you've got your knot your hand fastened knot which and ours is framed yeah up there it was um, nice on the wall actually maybe you should put a photo of it up I will. Uh, I'll put one on my Instagram. Um, and that sits that sits atop the fireplace. Um, we're gonna blur out the vows, though. Yeah. There's some stuff in there that made me cry. Um, but yeah. Patty cried so much at our wedding. Mm-hmm. I didn't cry at all. Patty. Because you're stone cold. I uh, ice, ice cold heart. <laughs> Patty cried a lot. I cried a lot. And you I'm, tried to kiss me as soon as I walked yep. out. That's because I really fancy it. <sighs> Bless. I'm not afraid to admit that I cried. I don't care. I cried my eyes out. I could already you get did. through my eyes. <laughs> I was going... What did you say? <laughs> what was that last time? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm fine with that. But yeah, I think hand fasting is a really nice tradition. Mm, 
That's beautiful. And also people would like um, jump over the Beltane fire and stuff. I think it was to like cleanse them of their previous, I don't know, what, sins, relationships, whatever. Right. So they're like basically starting fresh together. and That's nice. Yeah. I think it's really nice. It's good symbolism in it. Um, so that's like a lot of stuff that they used to do back in the day that they would typically do now, but probably a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, do you, did they like, do you remember anything when you're in Ireland? The Maypole really. Do you remember them celebrating? That was May Day, wasn't it? May, May Day. Yes. Yeah, another name for it is May Day. Uh, I remember that. We had that. What was that celebrating? I don't have a day off. <laughs> and then everyone went in a tent together for a month. <laughs> everyone? It was, it was a different uh, religion. <laughs> it's not an old boys boys school as well. Mm. Um no. Um my <laughs> cut that bit out. <laughs> um May Day I remember, but uh, the, the, to be honest, like you know, don't forget I went to there was something about the maidens dancing around the maypole. I remember that. The maidens dancing around the maypole. But, like, you know, I went to I went to um, a, a Christian brother's grammar school. And I grew up in a very Catholic house in a very Catholic area. So it's not really like it a... It wouldn't have been like, well, the pagans did this. A Christian version of Beltane. As far as I, I know... I don't remember it. You know what? I'm going to look it up. Well, that's cheating. Yep. You're meant to be like, oh, yes, of course, I'm full of knowledge on this area. Yeah. But no. Okay. Labor Day. Really? That's what they, they turned it's into Labor Day? a spring festival that commemorates fertility, blossoming of fruit and flowers. That's literally Beltane, yes. Yeah. Interesting. Beltane's better. It has more magic in it. The May Queen and the May King. Yeah, they would use... So, yeah, usually Beltane's um, celebrations, like I know um, in glass... Like there's all these huge Beltane festivals around the world that I am dying to go to. But one of them is in Glastonbury and they have a May... A Beltane, like King and Queen. Um... And I've seen photos of them. They always look like the most magical people. Like the um, king's got horns and they're always like covered in leaves and it looks so cool. I would love to go. I want to be the Beltane queen. You can be the king, obviously. You are. You're my my Beltane queen. Um, But that's on my bucket list, actually, to do a Beltane festival, fire festival. Go to the one in Scotland. Yeah, the one in Scotland's meant to be really cool too. Um, so it does say it's a Celtic tradition, but it also says, it also says that it is a time f- to campaign for workers' rights. Mm, that's not as fun. Uh, it's not. Uh, schools and businesses are closed. Like I remember getting a day off for it. Definitely. Well, when you're a kid, you don't care, do you? You just go hell yeah. No, you just love a day off. Day off. Um, if, when you're a kid, or if you're an Australian. Australians love a day off. <laughs> Any event you go, I'll have a day so off. do we get a day off for that? Like, the fact that we have a day off for a football parade that wasn't on for like two years because of lockdown, mm. but we still had the day mm. off, it's like, all right. 
It's fun. I love it's like the queen died and Australians go, all right, and they go, day off, and they go, Berlin. <laughs> I know. And it wasn't even like, I thought it was, anyway. <laughs> it was going to be when her funeral was. It was like the week before. Yeah, it was just kind of like it everyone had like, a day off the morning. Yeah, it was very strange. Anyway. I saw a TikTok of a guy going, hey, how are you going? Yeah, look, I, I, I can't, I'm not coming in tomorrow, obviously, because, you know, I'm, I'm in mourning. And they're like, he goes, yeah. I think I might need the next day off as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> about the queen. We, we had our... The, the the day off on the Thursday, so the next day was obviously the Friday. He goes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just I'm not really I'm not really coping with it. I think I might have to have the next day off as well. It's like that's such an Australian thing to do because like yeah, next Tuesday was it? We've got Melbourne Cup coming up. So we have well, Poppy has Friday off because it's a I don't know. But that's something that's that's different. But then we have Monday. Then it, Tuesday is Melbourne Cup. But basically, we've just given up on Monday and gone to. They go, well, ask is optional, and you're like. Hold on a minute. It's not even a public holiday. <laughs> you know they can go in. Yeah, but it's like work. You just expect to. nobody's going to come in on a Monday mm. because they're like, but we have Tuesday off, and you go, yeah, Fair enough. and they go, so we have to come in Monday as well, and you're like, you have Tuesday off, uh huh. Yeah, but Monday. So Monday's still a day of the week. It's like Monday, like. What are we going to get done? Like, not much. Like, I'm going to come in and then I'm going to have to go home because I've got the next day off. <laughs> no. This is this whole thing. It's better that we just... Let's just clear the week. This week doesn't count. But then you get into Christmas territory and you go, I have no idea what day it is anymore. <laughs> I have... That, like, week between um, Christmas and New Year, it's like nothing. Time. You're literally just floating in space. You just ex- you're in like the quantum realm. You just you just, you just exist. You just yeah. are, but you don't do, and it's just a very strange place to be. What in. day is it? It is today. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's leftover day. Another Turkish sandwich, anyone? What day is it? Gravy. <laughs> Have another drink. What day? What, what time is it? Ten thirty. Bottoms up. <laughs> but, bottoms up. But what what day is it? It's it's the it's the, it's it's the, the day the, that is today, but not tomorrow or it's yesterday. It's to yesterday. What's the what? Wasn't there a meme? It was like it was like yestermorrow or something. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's neither here nor there, but it is exactly where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. It's literally leftover week. That's what we. That's what it is. It's leftover week. Anyway, Belton. as I was saying before, um, during this time, the veil is once again thin. Mm. So as we said, the North is going into Sarwen, we're going into Beltane. And so we're at that equal field again, where the veil between all our worlds is at its thinnest. But I do feel like with Sarwen, it is more of a people veil i guess like Mm. ancestors spirits they're said to wander around but beltane because the like energy of nature is so strong i really feel like the elemental energy is at its peak so Mm. when you are connecting usually you'll find that it is more of like your yeah elemental energies that come through so we're talking things like fairies it is the time for fairies at Beltane, which right. is probably one of the reasons why I love it so much. Yeah. Because fairies are awesome. 
So, Fae Magic is strongly recommended. Fairies are awesome. Fairies are awesome. Fae Magic is strongly recommended at this time. And if you don't work with them, now is a really good time to connect with them. Um, They do come with a big warning sign because fairies can be... A little bit naughty. Yeah. Um, and they're not an energy that you want to um, connect with lightly. Um, if you listen to my last episode, I think it was my last one, it was all about working with the Fae. And they, you should just, you know what, stop it, go and listen to it now and come back. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that last episode. Hope you enjoyed that. Do you remember that bit where you were like, oh, <laughs> oh, that was first. very important. <laughs> um, yeah, but so, yeah, working with them now, if you are interested in doing it, now is a really good time because I feel like it's easier to kind of connect in with their energy. Um, and when I say fairy, that's kind of like the umbrella term. Again, you've heard the podcast. As I so as you know you just exactly listened to what Amy's talking about. So now I guess is a time for you to connect back in with that intuition and go like what kind of elemental energy am I really vibing with? Are you a water person? Are you more fire, earth, air? What is it? Because that will kind of determine um, what kind of fey energy you want to connect with. So for example, if you were really wanting to do a lot of earth magic you would work with dryads because they are very trees. Like they said, to live in the trees. They wander through the forests, like very earth um, magic. Mm. But if you're a water person, you'd be like, well, I'm going to go hang out with the mermaids. So yeah, I guess if it's a good, like a good exercise is to really like tap in and go, what is the element that's calling out to me the most? And that's a good starting place. Um, your fey magic nice yeah <clears throat> and as i said in the last one there's a whole bunch of ways that you can do that so that's like um meditation is an, a good one mm. because that will really like tell you who's trying to connect and you'll kind of get that intuitive pull towards something but then you can use like oracle cards you can do runes you can can it also just be how you feel exactly how you feel what are you feeling very earth at the moment, mm. I feel like my water side because I do love water. Yeah, I feel like that. The more we go into summer, the more I'm really drawn into that. But for me, at the moment, I'm like super drawn to earth. Hmm. Um, I don't know why. Hmm. I just like all I want to do is go outside and walk around barefoot. Yeah. Right. Um. What about you? Um. Yeah, I'd say earthy as well. And I think it's because it's been a fairly long winter. Yeah. And being outside is lovely. And I've just got to, like I said, I've, I've said this before, I've got a thing with trees. Yeah, you do. I like them. Um, but I, I, I tend to agree, like water during summer, because yeah. you almost want that relief from the heat. Yeah. Um, I tend not to like be too drawn to fire, I think, because I have so much fire in my chart yeah, me too. as it is, um, that I feel like I am enough fire for myself. You are. <laughs> you, you, you like really I'm a are. I'm a Leo sun and a Leo moon. So I can be 
a little bit fiery. Yes, you can. And I am starting my own podcast where I go into detail about that side of Amy that nobody knows What's about. What's it called? It's called... Help me. It's called <laughs> Habitual. Hmm. You should work on that. I'm going to work on the title, but you know what? You better watch out for it. Um, but yes, definitely connecting with the Fae right now. That's like... Mm. That's what I'm going to be doing. I've already started. Like I have, they have their own Oracle deck and, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I love working with them. Except when they're cheeky. It's a bit annoying. <laughs> they're cheeky. Like my office is like basically like a fairy playground and I'm forever going like, where's the glitter gone? Where's this crystal gone? Why can't I find this? And then like two weeks later when I don't need it, I'm like, oh, here they are. Right in front of me. Right in front of me. Time. It's very frustrating, but mm. that's fine. The oh, it's raining again. It's ha- it's f- it's been fairly raining all day, but now it's raining, raining. <sighs> Do we need to move the car again? I'm gonna check the radar yeah. after we're finished. Um, so let's quickly jump into our Beltane correspondences. Yep. They are ways that you can connect with Beltane. Um, even more. <laughs> <laughs> right after this. <laughs> so first things first is, what can you do to decorate your altar? You can put a cauldron, because a cauldron represents the goddess and the womb, and then a maypole, which represents the god. So having mm-hmm. both of their energies is a good, um, nice balance as well. Nice. Your masculine and feminine energy. Um, lots of flowers, lots of greenery, fairies, mushrooms, butterflies, antlers, basically what my altar looks like all the time. Awesome. Uh, the colors of Beltane are dark green, mm. red, pink, white, yellow, rainbow, blue, and pastels. Rainbow is kind of a cheat though, isn't it? It's like yeah. all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the colors. What colors do you like? Except I like blue. The ugly colors. I like green and rainbow. Um, what? What? Brown, grey, black, white. (laughs) All the shades. Um, the food. The food is the most important part to me. Food is things like red fruit. Oh, yeah. Fresh herbs. Yum. Salad. Yeah, dill. Basil. Um, uh, salad. Nice. Red or pink wine. Oh, yeah. It'd be nice for some. I would love a Moscato. Bit of rosé all day. Uh, fruit punch. Oatmeal. Oatmeal. Also known as porridge for us, right? Porridge. Um, dairy, mm-hmm. honey, sweets, nuts, seeds, strawberries and grapes. Yum. All the good things. What are we making for Beltane? I was going to make... What's, I, it's such a hard word to say. Tzatziki dip. Tzatziki. Tzatziki. Because that incorporates your dairy. Mm. Then you've got like fresh cucumber, dill. Mm-hmm. Like it's so fresh and yummy. Some with some it. like Turkish bread. Yum. Yep. And then like some kind of Nicely sweet. like sort of toasted Turkish breath, uh, breath <laughs> bread with um, like the way oil. I did it the other day. Yeah, with the olive yeah. oil. Oh, yeah. And, and like chard. Yeah. On the griddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then yeah. Um, yeah. probably some like kind of fruit berry dessert. Mm. And we should do the salad 
with that maple vinaigrette oh, thing. Oh, yeah. We went to our friend's house and mm. she made us this salad. And it was like literally the most basic salad. I say that in the nicest way. The most mm. basic salad because it was like iceberg, lettuce. Feta. No, goat's cheese. Sorry. And um, this vinaigrette that she made with like maple syrup. Maple syrup. Which sounds weird for a salad, but it was so good. What was it? Maple syrup. Was it white Olive wine? oil. Was there white wine vinegar? Balsamic, I think. Ah, <laughs> oh, balsamic vinegar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And then that's to break up the syrup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. No, you're right. You're right. I'm sick, so. No, no, you you, you did really fine. My brain just didn't kick into gear. Um, yeah, right. And it was fucking so good. It was so good. So just like lots of fresh things. And we were like, oh, oh what's this fancy thing? And she's like, it's literally nothing. And we're like, oh, what is it? It's so good. She's like, Simple. You guys are getting a little bit excited over something like, that I did not care about whenever I made like it. We like discovering things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the herbs and incense you can use. Oh, gosh, I nearly fell off my bouncy ball. Um, are almond, angelica, yeah. ash trees, blueberries, daisies, which I love. I love daisies. You do. Frankincense, hawthorn. Hawthorn is said to call in uh, the fae. Just FYI. All right. Um, lilacs, marigolds, our dog's favorite to eat, Norman which is so annoying. Marigolds. Loves a good marigold. Meadow sweet, primrose, oh. roses, daffodils, cinnamon, um, thistle, and vanilla. Majorum. Majorum. Isn't that the same as a marigold? Majorum. Yeah. I think they are. That's why I is didn't it? say it. I'm pretty sure they are. So there's two things Norman likes. <laughs> uh, so what crystals can we buy? What crystals <laughs> can we go and buy? <laughs> what crystals can we buy? <laughs> um, emeralds, orange calcite, carnelian, which I love. Uh, sapphire, rose quartz, also another one that I love. <gasps> My favorite, lapis lazuli. The one that makes me crazy. Uh, malachite, sunstone, clear quartz, bloodstone, citrine, golden tiger's eye, amber, and topaz. And I just want to throw in a moss agate as well. You know the white one that has like the green it. veins? It's yeah. one of my faves. Hasn't it got, it's got like wee burst of gold in there as well. Yeah, some, I think ours do. I, uh, yeah. But love they're it. so like earthy and very grounding. It almost looks like a shot from space. Yeah. Looking down at forests and yeah. rivers and things like that. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so animals. You've got your honeybees. Now is the time for bees and butterflies, so yeah. you'll notice that. Lambs, deer, calves, doves, frogs, goats, rabbits, and swans. Aww. And then what can you do? What can you do to celebrate Beltane? What are some activities? What are some activities that you can do? What are the activities you can do well, during Beltane? Kind of, you can do talk. love. <laughs> you can do love. You can do romance. <laughs> that, yeah, you should read about that. You can, it's like on Bluey. It's not very romantic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just joking. Patty is very romantic. Thank you. You can do fertility magic. You can. We don't need to do that. That's nope. been done sort and as, as bubbling as we speak. You can do fae magic. Are you reading this? You can do offerings to elementals. If you want to know about offerings, you should listen to my last episode. Yes. You can do crop blessings. 
So for us, that would be like if you've planted seeds and they're yep. growing. And you your would, veggie patch. Yes, for your veggie patch, for fruit and trees. Herb, herb garden. Herb garden. Uh, leaf and your flowers, leaving offerings for the nature spirits to bless them and help them grow, which works like a charm. Mm. Trust me, we always do that and they always go, Boom. We need to do that for the spuds. We do. We planted potatoes. We planted about... Oh, I wonder how they're going after last night. Oh, they're probably... Oh, no. Potatoes can outlive all of us, though. Jeepers, creepers. We should go um, and check on them. You could do divination. So divination is good because the veil is thin, which means our intuitive vibes are strong. Mm. So doing things, like I said before, like tarot, oracle cards, runes, all of that, yeah. you're more likely to get a stronger, clearer message Right. with divination now. You can honor house spirits. Again, because the veil is thin, your house spirits are basically the the energy that resides in your house. So in terms of fae, there are things like brownies. Brownies are mm-hmm. fairies that are said to live in the home, protect the home, clean, very dobby vibes. When I talk, yeah, when I talk about brownies, they go around door to door selling like, biscuits for the scouts. Or the delicious slice. That you've or made. the delicious slice. No, it's... um. It's a fairy. They're dobbies. They're little dobbies. Um, so you can leave them little offerings to say not thank you, but that you're grateful for their work and what they do for the house. You should never thank fairy. Um, but you can show gratitude. Never thank you. You can. You can make a giant bonfire in your neighbor's back garden. No, no, <laughs> don't. You can light a bonfire. Now, obviously, I was around some very large bonfires when I lived in Ireland. <laughs> that was for a different reason. Though, quite large. <laughs> no, there were bonfires. There were bonfires all day. Uh, quite large. You know, light a wee one. Let the CFA know. All right, just light a wee one at the back. Um, controlled water and can. Also, or a hose if it's nearby. a fire ban, don't do it. Don't do it. Be very safe. I don't think we'll be having a fire ban around here for a while. No, the ground is very wet. <laughs> um, you can go picking flowers. Yay. Sorry, picking flowers. You can pick some flowers. Oh my god! When you say it like an, in an Irish accent and then an Aussie accent, it makes me go, "Oh, the Aussie accent is so ugly." Sometimes <laughs> you can pick flowers. You can pick flowers. Say it in an Irish accent. Picking flowers. <laughs> picking flowers. 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 Oh God. There are some people that correct themselves and say flowers, but I, I find it odd. That's very newscaster. I was going to say, that's what newsreaders would say. He was found picking flowers. <laughs> he was he was caught picking flowers from a graveyard. <laughs> Patrick Harvey, UTV News. And then you have um, us going, and then he was out picking flowers. Also, what I love about the news in, in Australia is that the, the word bash is, you know, obviously it's not funny when people get bashed, but they go a 97-year-old man was bashed in the face. And I'm like, oh my God, who's bashing? It's like, it's such you a... You can say beaten. You can say he was assaulted. I know, bashed. Bashed? It sounds like something a 12-year-old goes, are you bashing me? Anyway. Um, well, we, we were talking about that the other day and I was like, about like how you were disagreeing with something and it was like you would be like no and then you get an Aussie go nah you what remember we were talking about that how like an Aussie compared to anyone else it's like he 
they just answer a question and go, nah. 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 <laughs> nah, mate. Yeah, nah. And last but not also, least. Also, Australians um, go, no. No. <laughs> no. There's about seven layers to that word. No. 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 Um, you can go on also nature walks. Or nature waddles. If and you me. can you can go on nature waddles like a little duck, <laughs> like in um, you know, in the Aristocats with the geese. Like, dun, 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 dun. That's me. <laughs> that's right. Um, I like ducks. Yeah, but that's Beltane. That's nice. It's nice. I love Beltane. It makes me happy. And I like I like the animals as well in this one: honeybees and lambs and goats and rabbits. We need them all. We love them. I we there's ducks walk around here and that's Patty's spirit animal as a purr, and there was only one of them today, and I don't know where his friend is, I know. and I'm a bit concerned. I'm going for a, a walk tomorrow, so I'll have a look. Hmm. See, Mother Nature is very beautiful, but also like she can be brutal when she wants to be taking things away like that. I know that would be really sad because they walk together every day, all the time. Mm. There's a mummy uh, and her and her husband. I presume. <laughs> I presume it's her husband. Uh, it could be her sister who's helping look after. Her. Dad's waddled off. <laughs> Looking after the kids. Some floozy. She's got about seven, seven ducklings I hope with her. They're okay. Yeah, I know. But she was sitting there on them in the middle of the street, and I drove up and was like, "I'm very sorry. You're gonna have to move." <laughs> I have never met anyone who has rescued ducks more than you. Like I would say, you have rescued ducks and escorted them across the road about twelve times. Like, like the amount of times you call me and say. I'm just with some ducks, and, and now I don't even like. I'm like, oh yeah. The pity, the pity about the whole thing is that I am yet to snuggle one. I know. And I would like to, but I'm also afraid to approach wild ones and ones with their babies. Yeah, because the mum just leaves them. Yeah, I was I was speaking to someone the other day where they said that. Um, uh, a mummy duck and her kids were at the side of something and, and the the baby duck fell down oh, no. a ledge and so him and a few other people got together and went, well, let's go get this duckling. And as they were rescuing the duckling, they look up and the mummy duck is on her way down a ramp to where <laughs> they all were with the other ducklings behind her and, and they're like, no, go away. You're all going to get stuck. And she's like, meh, 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 meh. They're so sweet. She's like, right, we're going to have to go down there and get them ourselves. <laughs> well, remember that time? I don't, I've probably told this story, but I'll say it again. Um, when I was a vet nurse, there was a, like one day I was sitting in the front desk and I was watching on the camera, this mum, mother duck, was walking down a main road, mm. like a big busy road with her ducklings and they walked into the vet car park. And we're just hanging out. I'm like, how did you know that we would help you? And then we had to like go out and get them in the car park and bring them in. And I'm like, I mean, well done for picking the right building. But what the hell are you doing here? We're not even near a pond. It was the most bizarre thing. Imagine she was down and she goes, no, left here, kids. And she goes, there used to be a pond here. Yeah. I swear there used to it be a pond It was just so weird. I'm like, how did you know that we would help you? Yeah. It was very bizarre. 
She followed her, uh, followed her, no- her nose. Sure. Toward the smell of animals. Yeah, maybe. She didn't, well, she shouldn't have because there were cats and cats, they love ducks. So yeah. dogs. Yeah, they do. That's right. Anyway, that was a long thing about ducks. That's all right. We we do like to, to do, I actually am still trying to think of this word that people in England overuse. Um, it was very Is unnecessary. Is going back to the very beginning? Yeah. Yeah. We I like to know. go full circle. It was kind of like. Um, it's gone. It's not happening. It's kind of like, you know, like an obviously or like literally or one of those words, but they just use it in every sentence and you are completely out of context. Completely out of context. If you have an annoying word that people say, send it to us so we can agree with you. Yeah. You know those words? We can't think of any of them. Nope. But there are words that people say that you go, that's not you how go, you that's, say it. I, I'm more about when people pronounce prosciutto with an Italian accent. When, when they'll say not. a full sentence, when they'll go, so what I'm going to do is just going to get yeah. some, some pasta here and then I'm going to put it in the water. And in this pot, I'm going to put in some onion and some <laughs> prosciutto and some, and you're like, that's one of our biggest pet peeves. So I go back again. Or and, and then and then and on top of this and then on top of this pasta, we're just gonna sprinkle some parmesan. I was like, what are you doing? Then I, I mean a mate of mine does say, um Oh yeah, just at home on the weekend watching the Tour de France. And I'm like, oh, no. What are you doing? Why are you why Because it's like what it was called. I'm like it's called the fr- Tour de France. French, then again, is. you know, there's nothing right, you know, yeah, yeah, just watching the Tour de France. Like it's know. not but but he's like the Tour de France. I'm like, mate, there's no need for that. That is unnecessary effort. You're not like, like you know, quickly French. You either are or you're not. Prosciutto is prosciutto. It's prosciutto. Mm. Embrace the. It's not like Italians will be like, um, uh, I you know, um, I'm going to go and order a spring roll. <laughs> And some dimmies <laughs> for my dinner. They might. Like they're not gonna go. You know, I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What's up with the hand? I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it Italian. Italian. <laughs> just yeah, they do. Like that. They go and talk about their mama, and their mama like dim sims <laughs> <laughs> and meat pies. It's not. That's not. That's not how it works. Just keep it. Keep it the way you speak. speak the way you speak. Anyway. That is a lesson for all of you out there. Just speak the way you speak. Just talk the way you talk and speak the way you speak. I am a bit of an exception to that. (laughs) You have about 14 personalities going on in there though. But I don't. I don't just go, oh yeah, I'm just going to go down and get potato cake. I... If I'm telling a story or if I'm referring mm. to someone, I'll do a voice. But so if someone was like, yeah, so he was over there and he was making some pasta and he put in some garlic and onion. And then he started saying, I'm putting prosciutto in there with a bit of this and a bit of that. You'd be like, well, oh, that makes perfect sense. But you can't just slip into an accent halfway through a sentence. It's not a one word thing. It's a, you speak. Or you go, are you Italian? They go, no. Nah. <sighs> We've had many conversations about this together. We both 
Like, if someone does that, we can both sense the other person, like, going... I just shrivel up. Why did you do that? It's just crazy. I am judging you. <sighs> Harshly. Harshly and strongly, and fr- and we will mm. discuss it later. I will discuss this with... I will, <laughs> I will talk about this later. I will. I, I will talk about you on a podcast. <laughs> I will talk about you on a podcast. Parmigiana. Parmigiana. Do you, would you, it's like would you turn around and go um, oh yeah I just got over and got some fromage <laughs> no you'd say we do no when we were in go, France we did you, but would you be in a, a, an Italian restaurant and go I'll get the quattro formaggi <laughs> or would you go I'll get the four cheese pizza or um, or would you go um, croissant or would you say oh, get no. a croissant I would get a croissant oh sorry but there are people who say croissant I know. Hi, can I get four croissants, please? I know. And some two, two cafe lattes. <laughs> I actually heard someone that I did hear that years ago. Someone's like, someone goes, Oh, Deb, do you want a coffee? <laughs> and she goes, Oh, yeah, I think I might just get a cafe latte. Stop. And I went, Stop it, I hate it. It's like, hold, hold on a minute. Deb, <laughs> what happened to your voice? I just think I might get a cafe latte. It's like a, a, what's it called when there's like a glitch in the, in the matrix? Because <laughs> I like when a straight, I like when a person with like a really broad Australian accent goes, I'll just get a latte, mate. <laughs> yeah. Just give us a couple of lattes. Double D, latte. <laughs> just give us a double latte, mate. Mm. Extra strong latte. They're embracing who they are. Oh, I know. I've got another one. A cup of Chino. Who says that? Oh, I've heard. A bajillion people say that. Get two. A cup of Chino? Cup of, ch- cup of Chino. Oh, stop. Stop it. My ma's got some corkers, though. Like, guacamole is called Guatemala. <laughs> Potato wedges is called wedgies. Um, Justin Bieber is Justin Beaver. Her favorite actress Meryl is Meryl Streep. <laughs> but I think it's a hereditary thing, because my granda, um, whenever he retired, started working at a furniture shop. And he would talk about these beds that were made out of the most beautiful mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know your wood, it's a beautiful mahogany. mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe it's a hereditary thing. Could be your next then. Anyway, I'm going to go and schlep in my beard. It's <laughs> 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 the first thing I can think of. Oh... Well, thank you for joining me. No worries. Um, might go get a glass of water. What? <laughs> a glass of water. What is that? Like a you glass can't of just water. Make up words. Now. <laughs> it's a glass of water. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, uh, it's um, been a week. It's only Wednesday. <laughs> it is only Wednesday, but that's fine. Mm. Um, but. I hope everybody has a beautiful Beltane um, and I'm excited for it because it's a public holiday so Yay. you can actually spend the time doing something for it um, on a Tuesday. So yeah, uh, that's it. Sorry for the confusion in this episode, but for the nuggets that Amy provided, I You're hope welcome. they were valuable. We will be back better than ever um, soon-ish very soon um and that's all that's all thank you so much for having me Amy thank you for being here 
And it was really lovely to meet you. And all all of you guys out there, just take care of yourselves. Yes, stay safe. And be fae-like. For Beltane. Do that. Mm. Lots of love. Peace out. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.